Welcome, you're on air with Ella, where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are. Whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey everyone, you're on air with Ella, and today we're talking all about beauty inside and out. Really, we're going to focus on skincare. And the person that I've asked to join us for today's conversation is Nadine Artemis, somebody I've been following for a long time, and I love her work. And today I want to share her with you. Hey, Nadine, welcome to Ella. Hi, Ella. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you on here. It's so much fun when I've been reading and listening to someone for a long time. It's so much fun to have them on my show. So I consider it an honor and a privilege, my dear. <laughs> Thanks. You know that we want to talk about skincare today. And I want to talk particularly to women and men who maybe even are starting to feel like they're aging a little bit and their skin's changing a little bit. Or to the person in their 20s who maybe wants to start taking preventative care now so, so that they can take care of their skin later. I don't know, Nadine. At the end of the day, like we're all going to age, right? It's not that bad. <laughs> but I feel like there's things that we can know and do that can help us stay beautiful inside and out. Absolutely. And uh, it's a really interesting time, I feel like, on the planet right now with regards to beauty because there's so much available. It's like a $400 billion a year global business, but wow. our present day perception of beauty is completely parched because all the focus is on the external and the skin, which I think is a lot about beauty because that's something that can sort of evolve and change. Like you generally, if you've got green eyes, they're going to be green for the rest of your life. To me, the skin's really malleable and it's really a reflection of the health of the body. But all of our modern skincare routines are literally devastating the skin's microbiome, which sounds like a big word, but it's not really. It's just about the bacteria that live in our guts, on our skin, in our mouth, and how our modern, modern skincare routines are literally suppressing the beauty of this essential and symbiotic system that goes on in our body. Wow, it's so ironic, isn't it, that we have more and more resources at our disposal now. And the truth is, the answer lies in simplicity. Yes, completely. It lies in simplicity. And when we really get to understand the skin's microbiome and then the bevy of beautiful botanicals that we have available on the planet, then we can really see that the use when we use synthetics, it's the definition of insanity. Well, let me tell people what we're going to go there and I'm going to tell people what some of the things that we're going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about synthetics and conventional makeup and skincare items that you buy maybe at, you know, the Target or at your local pharmacy or whatever, the conventional stuff, the things you see commercials for. We're going to talk about what your natural skincare options are and why you might want to consider those as an option. We'll talk about acne. We'll talk about scar treatments. Something I know a lot of people are interested in is elasticity, Nadine. I want to talk about that with you. Spider veins. Like we're going to try and run the gamut here. So if it's all the same to you, I would just like to go through each of these topics with you and just get your perspective on each. Is that okay? Yeah, we can almost do a lightning round. I want to say too that all those things that we're going to talk about, acne, age spots, eczema, rosacea, melasma, psoriasis, dermatitis, keratosis pilaris, hyperpigmentation, fungal infections, um, blemishes, blackheads, thrush, dandruff, dry scaly skin, losing elasticity, uneven skin, all of those are manifestations of a microbial imbalance. So that's the microbes in our skin and guts. All of them have that as a common theme. Okay, I definitely want you to educate us here for a moment because we've talked extensively about gut health and gut biome on this show. And my listeners definitely are starting to understand with me that gut health is health. <laughs> yes. And so talk to us. Can you make the connection now between gut biome, gut health, and your skin? And is it a manifestation of what's happening inside? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, also, so there's the gut biome and there's literally the skin biome. So different species living on and in our skin. 
Okay, so we have two things going on here. One is I know your skin is a reflection of what's going on internally and whatever mm-hmm. whatever your body is doing. The skin is one way it lets you know. You're saying there is a microbiome that lives on your skin that we are currently messing with without even realizing yes. it. Okay. Yes, and of course then of course it's going to connect with the gut. But let's start back at the beginning, which is when we're born. So our greatest beauty secret I really feel is our microbiome and that it is really woven into us in our mother's womb and this flora gets its initial inoculation going through the birth canal canal when we're born and then a, a baby that's going through the birth canal gets its first sips of of these bacterial secretions from the vaginal birth canal and then baby skin fresh from its nine-month nap and amniotic fluid is covered in this waxy white vernix sheath right when they're born. And that whole sheath is home to the maternal microbiome's genome. So what's going on today is that there's a big rush to rinse the baby in the hospital and get rid of that waxy sheath. And that's like really a probiotic patina and all of that gets removed. Then on top of that, you could have babies born by cesarean, which are more vulnerable to, um, because ambient bacteria, that's just the bacteria floating around in the hospital room, that starts to colonize the skin instead of their mothers. So this is one reason why we have a lot more um, skin disorders today, including infections and allergies. So then that journey through the vaginal birth canal. So all of that's coming from the mother. That's like our soul starter culture. And then that's activated by the 200 prebiotic oligosaccharides. And what they do, they're in breast milk and they, they activate the microbiome. So you've got the oligosaccharides are like these prebiotics that then feed the probiotics that are naturally in our bodies. That's the internal beginning story. But then what we do is we pile on top of that all of our our chemicals. And for the baby, that could be the shampoo, the bubble bath, you know, and then the mother. And then as women, of course, we have all kinds of opportunities to put chemicals on our bodies. Um, And so all of this is disturbing the microbial balance of our skin from birth up. And it's just, it's fascinating because then we've also got the rubbing and scrubbing of our skin with the daily diet of chemical cleansers and creams. This fumigates the flora on our skin and it defoliates the bacterial diversity and it removes the protective bacteria along with their food source, um, which is sebum and skin cells and lipids. All of those things that we want for healthy, juicy skin are being removed, which is removing the food source of the bacteria, and then that disrupts the skin's homeostasis, and that gives rise to everything from wrinkles to rosacea. And so what we really want to do is really think of bacteria as our beautician. And so if we sort of outsource our beauty routine to the bacteria, then we get let the microbes micromanage our skincare. And then that's like when the microbes do that, that's how we, they're, the microbes, they stimulate secretions that actually clean our pores and keep skin supple. So we really want to befriend our bacteria to be, you know, have beautiful skin. And that's ultimately what's going to unplug pores. It's not the esthetician's extractor. It's not plastic exfoliating beads. Because blackheads begin from congested colons, rosacea is linked to leaky guts, and acne arises from oxidizing oxidization, so eating rancid fats or putting rancid fats from beauty products on our skin. Wow, you're blowing my mind right now because you know, first of all, I love to bring people on the show to talk about subjects that interest me. And so I typically have some literacy in those subjects. And then, of course, I prepare for each show that we do. And I am literally hearing this for the first time time. And I think we forget, I think a lot of people relate to this, Nadine. I think we actually forget to think of our skin as a living, breathing thing. Exactly. It is. And I just really want to give that foundation to everyone before I just go, well, to acne, put on this and it will clear up because we got to understand why is there just this, I mean, huge dissatisfaction with our skin right now, a lot of issues. I mean, part of it's because of, you know, beauty magazines and silicone foundations that are like, you know, I mean, I remember seeing an article in Vogue a couple of years ago and it was just like, China doll skin is in. 
<laughs> the picture was just like outrageous. I mean, the makeup was outrageous. And it's like no woman actually can exist like that. Well, and they don't even. I mean, even that model no. didn't look like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it reminded me Cindy Crawford was uh, like, she even said once, like, I wish I was Cindy Crawford. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so that's really, really useful background. When we think of our skin almost as an ecosystem that we need to take care of and that has the natural ability in some ways to take care of itself, if I'm understanding you correctly. Correctly. And it's so not even metaphorically an ecosystem. It mm -hmm. is an ecosystem. All right. Okay. I'm learning live <laughs> oh, on yeah, the air with Ella. <laughs> okay. So with that in mind, why are conventional makeups and, and drugstore skincare, why are they so brutal to that microbiome? Oh, that's for five hours. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's amazing because I think we all, I don't know, we all, but we all know about, like, I'm sure we all read blogs. We all know about, like, the environmental work, EWG, list of, like, toxic chemicals and cosmetics. We've sure we've heard maybe that there's lead in our lipstick, all of that. So we all, we kind of know that. But when we, and that's all, like, whoa. But when we know about our microbiome, we're just like, oh, my God, it's the story gets even worse, right? Like, the, you know, the chemical damage is even more devastating. There's a basic beauty product like that that you'd find in a drugstore or even a health food store. There's basically four, you know, four things, and it's very general, I'm speaking, that you need in a product. Okay. From that from that drugstore point of view. Preservatives, emollients, surfactants, and emulsifiers. And from there, you can make a cream, a foaming cleanser, or shampoo. And again, I'm being very basic, but those are the the groups. So for preservatives, you've got everything from parabens to isopropyl alcohol. And the side effects of those is they alter pH, they irritate the skin, they're drying, they're endocrine disruptors, they're microbe mutators. So we've got that with the preservatives. The emulsifiers being used are like propylene glycol to polysorbate. And that's going to kill the microbes. It destroys the acid mantle. It stays on the skin for days. There's uh, people doing... Um, it's kind of, I don't know the technology, but it looks kind of like infrared, but I don't think I have that right. But they've been mapping out the microbiome on the skin. And then what happens, so they'll ask people not to shower or wash for three days. And three days later, they're still showing all these heat spots and different colored spots for all the stuff that's left on their skin. The shampoo, the sunblock, everything's all there. All the chemicals are sitting on the surface and it stays on the skin for days. And what's happening is the emulsifiers, emulsifiers are removing the stratum corneum, which is the top, top layer of our skin, which we need for you know, everything to prevent from hyperpigmentation to, to sunspots to acne. Then the other thing going on are the emollients, which is from petroleum to polymers, silicone to soy, all, you know, generally I'm going to be talking here, but they all create free radical damage, plug pores, block breathability, imbalanced bacteria, fun they create fungal infections, they in um, disrupt the endocrine system, which is our hormonal system, create inflammation, and they stiffen the cells. Then we've got surfactants, and that's anything from sulfates to cocamide, DEA, sodium oral sulfate. Those are microscopic particles, and there's studies that show that the microscopic particles from our gentle foaming cleanser from the health food store insert themselves into the skin and stay there after rinsing. It removes the lipid barrier, it disrupts the acid mantle, and then it imbalances sebum production, drying, and it makes the skin permeable, sort of that leaky gut thing. So on top of all that, a lot of us are washing in water. So that, so we're throwing that on top of all the chemicals that we're putting on, which could lead us to have some situation with our skin that might lead us to seek a dermatologist. And then you get to the dermatologist and they're going to maybe prescribe oral and topical antibiotics, um, which, you know, create yeast infections and everything from gut dysbiosis to yellow teeth. And then there's steroids, which uh, can create chronic eczema, stretch marks, that kind of thing that can create hyperpigmentation. Then you've got retinoids, which can cause birth defects. Then you've got salicylic acid, which can create hyperpigmentation, or hydroquinone, which is prescribed for the hyperpigmentation, which is the age spots and the discolored parts of the skin. But that further damages the melanin, which is the thing that's disturbed in the first place that created the age spot. So then you've got that whole thing, which is just crazy. And um, really what should be the key is to restore the beneficial bacteria 
in the gut and the skin and then switch to botanicals, which are going to, you know, work in harmony with the skin and not kill the microbiome. I'm so glad you went there because this is the point in the show where everyone's like, ah, everything's bad for me. You know, I can't trust anybody and everything's bad for me. But the truth is there's a, there's a silver lining here. And it is that botanicals are the way there, there are so many ways to take care of your skin with natural products. You don't need to spend no. 25 to $105 on a two ounce tub of magic potion. <laughs> I'll, I'll say from my own personal experience, I chucked everything in my bathroom cabinet, just everything. I just went through and chucked absolutely everything. I literally kept one bottle of nail polish. <laughs> I threw it all away and I replaced it with, I want to say like four oils and some mineral makeup. And that was it. Totally. You could do, yeah, I often encourage people to do the bathroom makeovers and you can, you can literally get down to like just one bottle of oil and like an aloe vera plant. I mean, obviously, you know, there's going to be, that's for some, I mean, I like to have a little bit more than that. And I make, a, I make so many beautiful products, but I'm always going for the simplicity. So we make a lot just because so many people want a separate oil for their cuticles. You know, that like we have, I'm like, okay, we got to make it. It's like really want it. I'm like, why you wouldn't just take your bottle of Beskin ever and like put it on your cuticles, you know? So I'm in, I definitely make things that are like one bottle does all and it really does. Um, but it is fun to create a lot of different stuff, but it doesn't need to be that complex. And you certainly don't need to be buying a thousand dollar eye cream that has petroleum in it. Nadine, let's talk about some of those natural options. So one thing that I'm going to do is, you guys, Nadine has her own company. It's called Living Libations. And I will link to that in the show notes so you can see all of her botanical products and natural products that she has. And you can certainly take a look at that. When somebody told me that I'd get better results washing my face with oil, I don't have oily skin. I maybe kind of have a little bit dry skin, but when they said, wash your face with oils, I was like, why would I put oil on my face? Like there was a disconnect. It was not intuitive to me. And now, I mean, that's that's literally all I use. So can we talk through some of like a what a natural skincare routine might look like? Yeah. And so I just, you made me remember, I love telling people, whether it's their mouth care or their face care, is there stop seal and seed. Okay. Stop, <laughs> yeah. seal and seed. Now you yes. have to tell me what that means. Okay. So stop, stop using like completely synthetic ingredients. Okay. We need to, you know, shower and sweat and stimulate, but not mutate the microbe. We need to stop cluttering the bathroom with these super sanitized synthetic regimes. Um, we need to not have, we need to have a water filter so we're not showering in chlorine. We need to stop antibacterial soap because it breeds superbugs and increases exposure to pathogens. We need to stop soaping our face and body, like just your pits and bits, the face and the body, the images of like the Irish spring and the dial guy with the soaped up whole body <laughs> lather, that's gone completely. Your really? Thigh, yes. Just your pits and bits. <laughs> Just pits and bits. Pits and bits. <laughs> and never, ever, I don't, if you have crazy cystic acne for 20 years, do not wash your face with soap. Oh my goodness, people are gobbling this up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's stop. What is seal? Oh, there's a couple more stops. Okay, Stop go. irritating, like stop eating processed like corn and gluten and sugar and soy and canola. All of that oxidizes, ages, creates wrinkles. I've got, you know, so many studies that show that and hyperpigments the skin. So all of those, you know, the mazola, the canola, the, the, all those oils, those are like your fast ticket to wrinkles and hyperpigmentation. And you also, we also actually have to also stop applying questionable naturals. Like I know that's a bit advanced because we're all just like <laughs> celebrating the beauty of botanicals, but there's obviously going to be quality differences there. And okay. there's a few things I never use because they're already just rancid and not worth it. And they're just cheap. And okay, then you have to give me a couple examples. Just in so case. Um, grapeseed oil, okay, peach kernel, almond oil. It's rancid and it's usually not almond oil. Darn it. That's in my pantry. Darn uh, it. Yeah. I mean, not my pantry, my bathroom cabinet. Your bathroom. Yeah. It's just, and it's going to be, by the time you've got that bottle home, it's already going to be going rancid. Darn it. Okay. <laughs> then aloe, aloe vera juice, 99% of the time is the first ingredient in many products that are at the health food store. And it actually has hidden preservatives of sodium benzoate and potassium mm -hmm. sorbate, which 
are not helpful on a few levels, including the microbiome and sodium benzoate when combined with vitamin Cs is carcinogenic. Yeah. Good to just have the fresh leaf. Witch hazel is never witch hazel. It's actually just basically alcohol and glycerin. And, um, and then there's a whole thing about humectants, which glycerin is, and what that does. So we're talking even lubrications, even your natural to your KY jelly, those are all humectants. So that's sort of, you know, when something's like glycerin's high, it makes you feel like you have plump, juicy skin for a minute. But what that does and what scientists see in a microscope is that it provides temporary plumping, but leads the skin cells to shrivel up because the cells are trying to do this thing called osmolarity, which is have equal water on inside and outside the cell. And so it leaches its water to make a balance on the outside. So So, Nadine, I'm sorry for interrupting you. This is what my brain just did. It went from KY jelly to to plumping the skin and I got really lost. So what is, what is a humectant? A humectant is this thing that does the temporary plumping, the temporary lube. So many, Many uh, face products have it, and so do all personal lubes. And what they're seeing when they're studying the cells inside the vagina after the KY jelly is they're shriveled up like little raisins under a microscope. Okay. Why would you use KY jelly when coconut oil exists? Exactly, exactly. Um, and hyaluronic acid is another one that I think is best left in the bottle. It's so it's a you know it'll be a selling point and it'll be more expensive, but the molecule, molecular size is too large to actually be absorbed. Okay, I just wrote all of these down for everybody who's just like, ah! ah! I, I have written all of these down. I have almond oil, grapeseed oil, aloe vera juice, witch hazel, humectants, and glycerin, and high, hi, is it, what's the hyaluronic, I can't say the last Hi. One. I know, I mean, hyaluronic, H-A, sorry, H-Y-A-L-U-R. R-O-N-I-C. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I'm at a spelling bee. Well done. Hyaluronic. Well <laughs> Hyaluronic. Okay, great. And I will, I will put that list because one thing that I think is really useful is not only to open up the Environmental Working Group's app that just tells you, I mean, it will tell you by product, by brand name, um, mm-hmm. what the rating is on something, but also you can just flip things around and see if they have these ingredients in them. Okay. So that's really, totally. really and helpful. I love the, that. That's a great tool, but you know, there's going to, grapeseed's going to be on there and it's going to have a good score. Oh, and I take your point. And, and that's I fine, see. you know, and that's great because that's like a great level of education for everybody. But we love to get really real. Okay. So those are all the stops. And now we have the seals. <laughs> okay, seal. What does that even mean? So we're going to, so all the things that have been going, like we're coming off modern skincare regimes, then we need to seal our skin because it's been disrupted. Kind of like when you need to seal and heal the guts. Uh-huh. So you want to seal the hydrolipid barrier, which is one of the top barriers on our skin. And we want to recover the integrity of the skin from all this soaping and detergent and preservatives and emollients. And, you know, that's obviously done through working with pure botanicals and, and with washing the face is, is the, one of the main things you can do on our website. I mean, one of our products is the sea buckthorn best skin ever. That's just like people love and people Wait, say that again. Is uh, sea buckthorn best skin ever. Oh, okay. Sea buckthorn best skin ever. I'll link to that. Okay. And that's like, I'm not saying you have to use that, but I just want to say for as that's, you can use that to wash your face with oil, moisturize your face after washing, go to a massage therapist and get a massage or like apply that to your whole body after you get out of the shower. So it's like the, you know, put it on your cuticles. It's the one thing to do it all. And I just want to say, I was thinking about it because there's over 300 reviews for that on the website. And you can see how people are like, I had cystic acne for 10 years and now it's gone. You know what I mean? So it's like, in case you need convincing about washing with oil, there you have it. But you can just start my favorite lube oil. I love coconut, but I usually combine that with jojoba. But my first, first love, even over coconut, is jojoba oil because it delivers the phospholipids and it balances the microbiome and it helps settle overactive sebaceous glands. And so it's the perfect one to start um, oil cleansing with or oil washing or just even moisturizing. It literally could just, you could just have jojoba. And, but I love using the essential oils because they add this whole other component that's that could be a whole other call um yeah but we'll have they, to talk yeah. about that because everybody's curious about essential oil so we'll definitely yes. talk about that some other time and you're saying jojoba jojoba oil which i use and i use it with i use a jojoba 
castor oil mixture. What do you think about that? Castor oil has its place. It's beautiful. Uh, you want to make sure it's organic, but sometimes it can be a bit heavy for some skin that okay. needs to come into balance. The thing I just briefly mentioned with the essential oils is that they are like these active ingredients. They're all antibacterial, antifungal, and antiviral. And they, they just, that's, they're just so magical for healing scars, um, bringing things into balance. And that is because they have the plant intelligence, for lack of a better word, to work with our skin, repair skin cells, prevent elastin and collagen breakdown, among so many other things, but they don't disrupt the microbiome. And that's what's so key. Okay, so if someone's at home, Nadine, and they know that they need, and we've got their attention now that maybe some of the drugstore purchase items are not in their best interest and they'd like to start leaning a little bit more natural, but they're not ready to go out and commit to just a complete restock, right? Yeah. If yeah. you were going to give like three suggestions maybe on three different types of things you could do, such as washing your, like make your own mixture or just get jojoba oil. That's J-O-J-O-B-A, by the way, in case anyone's curious about that. Um, but would it be to just to start washing their face with jojoba oil? Like where do you start when you're just getting started in a natural beauty routine? Yeah, I would just literally, that's a start with your jojoba oil and then use that for everything. Or, you know, olive is not, if it's real, real olive oil, that's a beautiful thing too. I'm trying to think of something somebody could just immediately go get at their health food store. Right. And you'll know if you have real jojoba oil, if it, if it solidifies in the freezer or at a cold temperature. Okay, I'm going to test mine. <laughs> yes, it's a quick check. Okay, so back to homemade skincare. Some people might not even realize how to wash your face with oil. So let's let's yeah. describe what that's like. It's so good and easy. So you get a cloth and like a face cloth. That's what we call them, right? You just, <laughs> you put, I mean, I love warm water because, mm -hmm. you, you know, it just feels so good. So you wet an area and then I'll squirt on that wet spot a squirt of oil. Mm -hmm. And then you take the cloth and the oil and you kind of massage that in your face, like, you know, just circles. But whatever you do normally, like it doesn't like sometimes I feel like I say circle and then people are like, okay, what's circle above where? Are we going in clockwise or counterclockwise? <laughs> we'll work it out. We'll work it out. Yeah. So you're just doing that and that feels so good. And that's just the right amount of exfoliation that you need. That okay. little bit of that little bit of a grip with the cloth. Then you rinse your face with water or take another part of the cloth with a clean wet spot and you do that. That's it. And then you take another squirt or drop and you put that on as your moisturizer. That's it. And you leave it on all night. No problem. What about if you're headed out for the day? Oh, you're good. Well, you've, you've done a bit of a rinse or a one more wipe down with just a clean, like a, a wet spot on the cloth without oil. And if you're using jojoba, I mean, or anything that I've made, I mean, you're going to find that it sinks in right away. It's real. It's, you know, it's really good. And you won't be walking around all shiny. I promise you. What about natural scrubs? Do you ever do you have any suggestions for making homemade scrubs? For example, I sometimes will dry out my coffee grounds and literally I just put my coffee grounds on a paper towel and let them dry out and I'll mix them with honey and um, occasionally I think I put olive oil in there. So a little yeah. bit of honey, a little bit of olive oil and some coffee grounds. My husband thinks I'm absolutely <laughs> beyond nuts. And but I'll use it in the shower and I have to say I'm glowing like a glowing baby when I'm done. How <laughs> do you feel beautiful. about that? <laughs> yeah, that's all good. I mean, some things are a bit rough and we don't want to be like we're very much in like an over exfoliating yeah. nation right now. So I mean, that's great cuz you're doing it like sort of the spa thing. You're not doing that every day. But you know what? You reminded me. I love cuz I always have baking soda in my bathroom because it's so handy. If I'll clean the bathtub with it, I will also put it in the bathtub. Um, I mean, I have my own paste that I make, but if I don't know, I ran out, I'd certainly be brushing my teeth with hydrogen. I mean, with, um, the baking soda. So that's really good. But bake, if you do exactly what I just said with the cloth washing yeah, and your, and your skin's a little bit more oily, or you do want that fine, like a finer thing, you just put on a pinch. So you take that water spot, the squirt of oil dash of baking soda on there on that cloth and you have fast beautiful exfoliation oh that's a great one and why do you put baking soda in your bath oh it's beautiful it's like alkalinizing it's like it's great and also i mean if you have um children it's great for them too it's just like yeah it's just great and i add that with like magnesium some frankincense some iodine you got a whole medicinal bath that you're absorbing it's really good I understand that a 
magnesium salts and baking soda bath can be very good for like a sick child or someone mm-hmm. who just needs to chill. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very good. I'll actually put a recipe in the show notes for just how to do that. It could not be more simple. It's so simple and so clean too. Like, like you're just like, it's baking soda. It's all, you know what I mean? It's not like you have to go through down to your fridge and like, well, I'm going to mash an avocado on my face now with like <laughs> all the meal. <laughs> Speaking of actually putting food on your face, you know, one thing I love is I actually, for the shower, I, I seriously went and bought one of those honey bears and put it in there. And I put that on my face every once in a while and just let it sit while I'm showering. And I thought it would be all sticky, but of course it disappears the moment warm water hits it. Oh yeah. my gosh. Nadine, that honey is amazing. What's honey the deal is there? Gorgeous. Honey is actually a great, well, it's so magical and it's, it's a great wound healer. It's actually good on eczema as well. Then it makes a great mask. It's magical substance. Well, and I don't have a lot of people listening, Nadine, don't have time to sit around with like, you know, two cucumbers on their eyes yeah. and taking, yeah. taking long either. luxury baths, right? <laughs> like we don't, yeah. but when you can just, when you keep this stuff in your bathroom, throwing honey on your face at the beginning of your routine and then, you know, get in the shower and rinse it all off. We're talking four minutes that it's on your face and it's very antibacterial, right? Um, yeah. Honey is naturally. So it's super, super cleansing. I was so surprised at the potency of that. And so I just, I guess, suppose the point that I'm making here is these are little, little tips that you can action quite easily. Honey is good for scars. I know you said, mm-hmm. um, for acne and just for general cleansing. I wasn't trying to treat anything. I just wanted, <laughs> you know, baby butt skin on my face. Um, but what else do you like? Any other natural things like that, that we should be stocking in our bathroom as, instead see. of our oh. Yeah, well, the, uh, having an aloe plant there is really easy too because you can just break off a little bit and they grow like crazy. Like you it's, can't kill them even if you have no green thumb. Huh. And well, you could probably miss it so much. <laughs> I, prob- it I, pro- I probably could if I really <laughs> they put need, my mind to it. <laughs> they need no water. You just take off little bits and then you can like at night because it doesn't, um, it's kind of clumpy, but you, you know, you can leave that on your skin. You can take the aloe, even the honey, a drop of frankincense, put that on your face. You can mix the honey. I mean, you can mix the aloe with a drop of a face serum and put that on your face. So I like the baking soda, honey. I have a big thing of honey in my bathroom too, the aloe vera plant, my oils and that's kind of as complicated as it gets for me. Oh yeah. And then probiotics is we're going to talk about seal and then we could talk more about sealing, but we generally get it. You want to, but there's also then the seeding and that's by rebuilding our microbiome and our microbial diversity. So you could also take your probiotic that you're ingesting, open a capsule and put that on your face. Wow. Okay. That's new. So we're, so we went from stop to seal. seal. Okay. And then we have seed coming up. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. Yeah. But we're still in seal. And you're saying you can actually break one of those capsules for your probiotics open and sprinkle it into your whatever else you're using for your face? Yeah. I, that's more of like a mask thing or something you'd leave on overnight. Because oh, it's not okay. gonna it's not gonna like quickly absorb for the day mm-hmm. for like walking around. <laughs> yeah, <people> like, <laughs> What's that? That's a different face? look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just little uh, bifidobacterium. <laughs> This is like a kitchen buffet we've got going on. I mean, a bathroom buffet. We've got like the honey and the aloe vera and the yeah, probiotics like and the olive I like, oil. I love calling that mix and mask. So you have basically you just need your your what I call the loving lipids, which help you maintain moisture. So that could be, you know, a serum, uh, the jojoba, coconut oil. Then you've got your um, botanical biotics, which is your microbiome medicine, which is like your active essential oil ingredients, which could just be, you could even just start with one thing, like one essential oil, like lavender or frankincense or rose auto. And then you've got your happy hydration, which is going to soothe your cells. That's sort of your, you know, more what you want to have good water. So you want to have a water filter. I can't stress that enough. Even if you just get $25 water filter from Amazon for your shower, Mm -hmm. and then when you're washing your face, like if you're not having a shower, you just put your face cloth under that. Okay. I have, I have so many questions. So how do you get probiotics onto your face? Let's go back. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, and then we have the stimulating seeds, which could be anything where you're reseeding the face. So clay, probiotics, oh, um, that kind of thing okay. or the honey, right? So that's sort of your four categories rather than the preservatives, emulsifiers, surfactants, and emul- like whatever the other, you know, how they build beauty products in the fake world. You have your own recipe. Yeah. Okay. With the fundaments. I got it. You got good water, good oil, the seeds, and your botanical medicine. 
This is all coming together now. So when you talk about probiotics, is that in the seed phase? Yes, okay, that's okay. in the seed phase. All right, so we'll move from seal into seed. And you mentioned probiotics, you mentioned clay. I want to talk about definitely both of those. And essential oils are the common theme sort of running throughout this. And question for you, if you were going to sprinkle probiotics into a product and get it on your face, what are what element are you sprinkling it into? What works? Like, what do you do? Yeah, I, I would do, I would do put, just mix it with my best skin ever at night and mm-hmm. then leave it like not rub it too much in my face, just okay. leave it on sort of like, you know, and the oil will help bring it in. Or I would do that with honey and a low or a combo of all three, depending how adventurous I was feeling or like how much time I had. That's just more of your spa moments. Okay. And then you could even put it on your hair you could, just to give yourself a hair treatment, a scalp treatment. Again, you're just working it in with the oils that will help it um, sink into the skin. Of course, um, because the probiotic microbiome thing is catching on, there's now brands. it's for sale somewhere. <laughs> oh yeah, like I, I call it oblique, but it rhymes with a popular beauty brand. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so funny because they have their probably like 50 ingredients on there, maybe about 30, 40 ingredients on the jar of this probiotic technology. Okay. And besides the, you know, 30 ingredients you wouldn't ever want to even touch, in the middle of it all is like a Saccharomyces extract yeast. So it's just the Saccharomyces yeast, which is their probiotic technology, which I would even doubt if that's the right kind of yeast or probiotic we want on our face. But then the funny thing is, is that products in the midst of like these other chemicals that would surely actually kill it. Yeah. So you're talking (laughs) about one of the major manufacturers that may or may not rhyme with oblique um, (laughs) is, is claiming to have probiotics in their products and it's sandwiched between chemical soups. Yeah. So okay. I'm saying like you heard about, you know, you might have heard about mm-hmm. first, but it's out there and you probably in the next three years, they'll have like all kinds of people with their probiotic makeup, but you'll know you can just open your capsule, put it on your face. And dump it in. <laughs> yes. Well, when I'm having a spa moment, I go to my clay, bentonite clay, or I use another type of clay. I'm going to find it and share it with you guys. And of course, I'm going to link to all of this stuff again, just so you, just if you're starting to feel a little bit crazy, like you can't possibly remember all of this, it's not your job to do so. Like we'll take care of you. But the clay I love because I literally just mix it with a little bit of apple cider vinegar, or if I'm being just completely and totally lazy. I just mix it with a little bit of water and it makes a mask, a mud that you can put on your face, make a mask. I'm now going to put probiotics in mine. And yes, that stuff, every time I talk about this stuff, I'm like, and it's the most amazing thing ever. But I mean, truly Nadine, the clay sucks out. I mean this quite literally, right? It actually extracts all this crud from your pores and my, oh my gosh, my my teenager is going to love that I'm saying this. Well, <laughs> nobody tell him. But he had like a little blackhead thing happening on his nose. And I was like, okay, don't tell anybody, but I'm putting this on your face. And so I smear some of it on just across the top, you know, just across the cheeks and over his nose. And it sucked it up and it dried up. And when he washed it off 10 minutes later, it looked like he'd just come from the spa. <laughs> That's so great. It was so it great. was crazy good. Like it'll kill a zit. It'll so, suck out blackheads. And a few other tips to expand people's clay use is when you're making the clay for all of your mask, add some oil to that because it will be less drying and you can leave it on longer. Then the other thing is doing spot treatments with clay. And here, don't add water. And don't add oil. Add an essential oil. Oh so my you goodness! Take, okay. So and and I'll do this for like even bug bites and different things in the summer. So you just take your clay. If it's a bite, I'll do peppermint. Um, if it was acne, I'd do something else like rosemary. Or we have a, we actually have a blend called Zippity Doodab, which is like <laughs> your zit zapper. And I would activate it with that. We even have a rosemary reset powder, which is a clay mask with probiotics, um, rosemary antioxidants, clay and things I can't all remember. But what you do anyway is so you're not going to activate it with water. You're going to activate it with the essential oil, which is neither oily nor water, even though it's called an essential oil. So you just take the peppermint or whatever, and you make it just a really quick, like tiny, like a teaspoon of clay with a couple drops of oil till it's like pasty or, you know, like you can work it. And then you just put that tiny amount on the acne or on the area. And you can just do these spot treatments. You can leave that on overnight. Okay, so you're saying that if you need to spot treat, put this 
clay on that you mix with just a drop of essential oil in which kind of essential oil should we use it would depend on the application so you know like acne you would use rosemary or the blend we have the zippity doodab um if it was a bite like a bug bite or something okay or a weird you're like what is that bite because sometimes you know it's a mosquito bite and sometimes like what bit me (laughs) and then you make that and then i'll even actually cover that with a cotton pad and then put like um you know some kind of tape over that like a good body tape that's not like that's hypoallergenic and I'll leave that for a few days and then whatever it was just goes I mean this stuff is this stuff is a little bit magic I'm not gonna lie yeah it's like I like I think the easiest way to explain it but it's not scientifically correct would be it's like a magnet and it draws things out it absorbs so it's a pulling agent and and there is something I know wow listen to me butcher this but I know there is something <laughs> magnetic about it and you're not even supposed to use a metal spoon when you're scooping it out you're supposed to only use a plastic or a silicon spoon That's true And so there is some magic magnetic thing happening there but but that stuff <laughs> that stuff's like a little zit vacuum and I love your tip about essential oils I'm glad to know that and one thing I think we should point out here Nadine it's like $7 seven dollars eight dollars for a tub that will last you for at least a year oh yeah it's there's (laughs) so many options i threw out things that were 40 bucks a bottle and i replaced (laughs) it with a tub for eight (laughs) dollars that will last me for a year oh i love that (laughs) okay now that doesn't mean we shouldn't treat ourselves to some upgraded things as well Oh, you know but yeah i'm never you know it's like i just really want to empower people on how to take care of their skin and i'm so don't you know need people to buy you know i just like i love even when i'm talking about oral care i'm like just stop whatever you're doing right now and just go get baking soda and sea salt and you'll be way better off than using commercial products like way better off i mean nadine we're gonna have to do three shows we're gonna have to do like the documentary (laughs) on natural skincare because I so want to talk to you about holistic oral care as well. So just we'll go back to skincare because I want to ask you about some specific conditions. Mm-hmm. But can you yes. just can you just finish that thought on oral care? Like talk to us about oil pulling or what we should be brushing our teeth with because we won't go into the fluoride discussion. Everyone can just Google that and I will link yeah. to some resources in the show notes. But fluoride is arguably, uh, according to many re- researchers, is not good for you and it is not not good for your children and I will not get on that soapbox right now but mm. fluoride is not healthy according to some very credible sources and yet it's totally totally prevalent in our water and in our our oral products Nadine I will step down off my soapbox <laughs> but can you tell us what we could be using instead of the conventional products Yes and I have to say fluoride is not for beauty at all it's causes acne it causes fluoroderma and this is the big thing it disrupts our internal biology so much that it stiffens cells and um so all those things that you don't want happening to your skin it contributes to so it stiffens our skin and it weakens our bones so there goes your whole (laughs) collagen infrastructure um okay so i have all over, you know, our site and our, wherever we are on social media, like YouTube, you know, it's like all there. I even have a dental page on Facebook are these eight steps that you can use to turn your mouth around. Um, okay, of course, I'll link to that link to yeah. eight steps. Okay. So, and you, there's the option of, of course, you can use the things that I have made, but you don't have to. And it's more important that you get your, your teeth on track. And so if you're not going to use that, all you need is baking soda and salt to clean your mouth every day. You could also add in once in a while some hydrogen peroxide at 3%. And there's a neat tip I have uh, on a YouTube channel about brushing your teeth with baking soda and apple cider vinegar, just a touch. So you brush the whole mouth with baking soda, spit that out, do another round, add a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar, and your whole mouth will foam and froth. And then you spit that out and it's kids love it. And it removed, well, the first time I did it, I, I just was like, and it was a travel day. So like, it was like a long day. And like 20 hours later, I was like, oh my God, I still have no plaque on my teeth. Cause you know, you get like the end of the day plaque. And it was, it was a process invented by a dental surgeon who didn't want people to have to have dental surgery for their gums. So it really helps to take care of the gums. 
And then I have my book on holistic dental care, um, your guide to healthy teeth and gums. And that's uh, like on Amazon and on our website too. Okay. This might be, I'm fascinated by this topic. So I think this is something we're going to deep dive into again together later. But let me ask you this for stain removal, because a lot of people ask me about that. Those teeth whitening strips, guys, they are just chemical bombs. Okay. So, so. And they ruin the enamel, which makes you set up to have yellow teeth. Yellow teeth, exactly. <laughs> and we just came full circle. So if you want to do some natural stain removal, let me tell you two things I do, and you tell me if these are good or bad ideas. Okay. Um, I take a capsule of activated charcoal, and I mix it with coconut oil, or sometimes just put it on my toothbrush, or maybe some MCT oil or some kind of oil. And I brush my teeth with activated charcoal, which makes me look like I'm medieval, and then I rinse it all out, and it goes away. Yes, and my, that's and my teeth good. are like super scrubbed. So tell me what I can do that's better than that. That is good. And what you could add to that is some baking soda and or or for people at home, because they may not have activated charcoal, just do it with baking soda. And what you use is a dry, it's in their steps too. This is one of our two steps. Um, you want to use it on a dry brush so you don't wet your brush first. And then what's really good is like just the round-headed $20 electric toothbrushes. And then it's like, it always reminds me of the janitor at the high school that's doing that rotary brushing to the floors. They probably don't do that anymore. I don't know. But that's what you're doing to your teeth. You're just polishing them off. Most discoloration comes from a buildup of plaque, and the plaque is getting discolored by our spirulina spoothies, our wild blueberries, or our red wine. Um, And if it doesn't go away with that, some dentists do like sort of this sandblasting, but it's just with salt water, a high-pressure salt water at your biological dentist. But also, if the teeth are gray and glassy, then you've got actually like probably a vitamin, a fat-soluble deficiency because the whiteness of your teeth actually comes from within. The enamel is transparent. So when we don't have – so once you've eliminated the possibility that your teeth are just sort of like discolored from high-pigment foods that you're getting off. Yeah, coffee coffee stains. (laughs) Exactly. And if that doesn't go away or you've got these other things, then, you know, you want to up your your fat-soluble vitamins and it could be a sign that, you know, your teeth, you just need to like really look at what you're eating every day and how your digestion system is if you're absorbing your nutrients. Well, that was insightful that your, the color of your teeth actually comes from within. They're a reflection of what's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So if they're gray, that's sign that it could be a vitamin deficiency, some kind of nutrient deficiency. Yeah. Usually a fat soluble because it's, it's, it's a reflection of the health of the pulp chamber, which is inside the tooth and the teeth really need the fat soluble vitamins, which is D3, K2, and a little bit of A. Which are great beauty vitamins, I happen yes. to know. Okay. Yes. Okay, very good. No matter what the condition, no matter no matter who you are, I know I've heard you discuss in other uh, sources as well that K2, vitamin A, and vitamin D3 are really, really good beauty vitamins. Yeah, they're essential. And so is the sun for beauty. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know too much. There's, I could talk to you for an hour and a half about every single one of these subjects. Okay, so people are going to kill me if I don't deliver on my promise to talk about some specific conditions. Yes, yes. Let's do it. All right, I'm going to throw them at you. So spider veins, let's talk about them. What are they for real and how do we deal with them? So that would be a circulatory issue. And dry brushing the body is key for that. So you just take a body brush, which is available at any health food store. And then to, to really um, optimize that, you want to use a couple drops of a real essential oil. Oh, we have nice. a lymph tonic blend, um, which is like rosemary and cypress, a couple of others. But you can use a single oil that's okay to use on the skin undiluted if it's pure. And that could be rosemary or cypress. One drop. You put the drop in your palm. You glide the brush along your palm to get the oil just touching the surfaces of the bristles and then you start at your feet and you brush up up towards the heart and you do your whole body and you want to do that before a bath or shower i have a video on that and an article on that on the site for more details and then what you can also do is take that lymph tonic or that cypress and just put it on the varicose vein itself um, and you're never massaging hard over over a varicose vein you're just going to touch the oil on there and then let the oil do its circulatory work Oh my goodness. Okay. And how long should someone be incorporating these habits before they would expect to see results? Because you know, we're all about Insta and you're not going to see results instantly. So what's realistic? 
Yeah, well, the fun thing is some people get results right away. No, they up. do not. You're making yeah, me look not stupid. Not from spider veins. <laughs> no, no, no. I just meant like literally some people will change to oil washing and then yes. they, they're, they, they're like better the next day and then the cystic acne never returns, for example. So there are great things like that. So then some things you're going to have to work at like doing the skin brushing consistently, but your whole, your, it's like going to be great for your whole body. It's a circulatory issue. So you want to deal with the deeper thing. And then there, you know, you can look at vitamins and herbs for vein strengthening, which that can just be Googled. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Acne. We talked about this. Let's, let's put it all together here. Ac- yes. Acne. We've talked about honey. What else is great for acne? Because it's not just about what you're putting on your skin. I know. No. And you know what? There's a few types of acne. So there's a chemical acne, which is literally you're getting acne and it's your product, like the chemicals. Oh. Or sometimes you're switching over and you're detoxing and then the face needs to clean out. So you're using jojoba. It's very rare that this happens. And then some, or a coconut oil, you're switching to something clean and you're getting acne, but it's like a detox acne. And you might have to give that a few weeks to let that stuff come out of your face. Oh, I'm so that, glad you told us this because some people might make these changes and then get really frustrated by the result, but that's great yes. to know. Although okay. and I do find that to be the rarer of the case. So it's okay. not like you got to go through this thing first. Normally it's all like pretty rosy the next day. Um, so yeah, so there's that kind of acne, there's cystic acne, there's ac- acne that comes from things like thrush and candida And then there's hormonal acne, which is usually around the jaw and the chin, but that could also be from your fluoride toothpaste or your water causing acne. So there's all, all those kind of things that the, and then sometimes it can just be diet. Like I, I mean, you're eating dairy, but you shouldn't. But one thing I really do love because I'm a big believer in like just doing the full thing, like not just switching a product, you know, but looking at the guts and the probiotics and if I have a food sensitivity, but the fun thing is is that we will get emails from people that, you know, have this long-term acne for 20 years. And it literally just, cause we'll usually give other advice like here, use this, but also check out this book. But it's so great when people's acne totally disappears by just switching the product. Cause I'm always like, Oh, amazing. You didn't have to like stop eating French fries for that to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I love that. Cause not everybody's really ready to like also switch their diet. Just washing with jojoba might be like the biggest move for them. And I, and I love that. So acne and then using the essential oil. So switching your products, getting rid of the chemicals, looking at hormonal issues if you have to, and then using those magical essential oils to do some spot treatments on the acne, which, uh, you know, could be things like, um, rosemary, immortelle, and then our blend zippity doo dab. I mean, the reason why I make the blends is because, you know, it's kind of the answer. I see a need and then I make it. So that's why I'm also just sometimes going to suggest something I've made. Okay. Fantastic. That's fair. All right. And, and plus I just wanted to type zippity doo dab. So that's done. Um, okay. And so, yes. And of course the spot treatment that we already talked about, that's fantastic. Okay. What about scars? And it's great when you can get this information right when you're about, when you're healing a scar right now, but what about long-term scars? Are there things that you can do for those as well, Nadine? Yeah. So that'll be, um, you can do, it's like the same oils work for long-term and the fresh scars. If you have a fresh scar, like from a surgery or, you know, fresh. So what you do in that stage is you use just a pure essential oil, like rosado, frankincense, lavender, and you're going to close the skin and heal and seal it. Like it literally, I mean, obviously if it's not a gaping wound that needed a stitch, but it literally will suture the skin, the oils fast, and it keeps it clean, which is important because remember they're antifungal, antibacterial and antiviral. So it's like the medicine that that open wound needs. So that'll be the first stage. As soon as it's closed, then you start adding also a topical lubricant oil. Um, For that, we've made Soothsayer. And you know what? When I mention that, a product like the Soothsayer or the Jewel Dab that we've made for scars, the good thing is that when mentioning, you can literally just go to our site, look at the ingredients that we have made that with, and then you can use any one of those like singular ingredients. Wonderful. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So that. it's also like a good way to sort of get the list of oils because I've obviously just combined the optimal oils and then 
you know, they're very juicy when they're all hanging out together, but you can take any one of those ingredients and go, okay, that's what I'll use. Oh, that's so helpful. Thank you so much. What about Manuka honey? I hear a lot about that. And then I look at a jar and it's $35 for four ounces and I'm not interested. So talk to me about that. Well, you could get, you could use the Manuka essential oil and regular honey. Oh, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put Manuka (laughs) essential oil plus regular honey, and then you're getting similar effect. Can you tell people why Manuka is beneficial? Well, personally, I feel like all honey is beneficial. Okay. And But Manuka is beautiful. And it's because, I mean, that's a plant that's related to tea tree. Which, oh, I see. That makes sense in my head. But as I, after I said, I was like, yeah, and that might not make sense. <laughs> it's like, related oh, to tea but tree, But did you hear? You hear? I was like, oh, but of course. <laughs> well, that's done. <laughs> Okay, we'll just take your word for it. No, Manuka is, I know it's absolutely magical. I had a friend who had surgery and I sent her Manuka because I did buy it for her. Um, And she said it worked very, very well. But you're saying that we don't have to spend $35 an ounce and we can actually get the essential oil and mix it with a little regular honey and dab it on there. And, and, And you're saying it does in fact work. It's not just internet wisdom. Yeah, no, it. I love that's such a polite way to say it. Internet wisdom. Yeah, no, it does work. It's a beautiful oil, and obviously the honey is gonna have the manuka honey will have some other kind of magical essence because it was made from the bees and the manuka and all that. But you will get a lot of activity with honey and manuka. Plus, there's so much value in that pure extraction of manuka. And these things all apply to stretch marks, right? Because aren't stretch yes. marks just scarring? Yeah, it is a type of scarring. And so I'm happy to say that when women use, again, I said the best can ever, because it's like just good for everything. But when women use that on their bellies, when they're pregnant, they do not get stretch marks. I've even, I my good friend, you know, I think she gained 50 pounds and not a single stretch mark. Oh, wow. This is, I wish this were Oprah and I could be like, and for today's audience, everybody gets the best skin ever. Oh my God, that would be so fun. <laughs> that is Nadine's premier product. And of hey, course- Hey, why don't we at least just give away one to your listener? You can just set up your whatever you want. Oh my gosh, that would be fun. Let's do that. We're instantaneous, yes, spontaneous. We do We're doing a giveaway on Nadine's bestseller. It's called The Best Skin Ever. And we will do a giveaway. That's a fun idea. I'll leave instructions at the end of the show since you know clearly I'll be making them up and I'll have instructions (laughs) on how to enter the contest and how to win Nadine that's awesome I want to win I want to win let's make it best ever um do dab and a face cloth a hemp organic face cloth and then you'll be all set oh my gosh I'm super excited okay best skin ever the do dab skin treatment and then the cloth yes can and the do dab is what we made. We have I made I made a whole family of do dabs. I've got zippity do dab, jewel dab, bee do dab, which is what you <laughs> is good for a scar. Uh, another type of scar like um, fresh scars that need the, to be closed. It's for eczema. It's for itchy scalps. It's like your itchy cooling oil because it it all goes with like taking things from hot to cold. That's a whole other topic. But then there's doodab, which we made, which is for hyperpigmentation and melasma. Most people find when they apply that twice a day for uh, one to two months, depending on the person and the melasma, that it fades or goes away completely. Well, I know that we have been all over the place today, but at the end of the day, between the notes from what we talked about today and then the amazing resources that you have on your site, I think people who really want the information about this will be able to get it. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make it easy for them to do that. But one lucky winner will take away a best skin ever, the Doodab Essential Oil Blend and a face cloth, which I'm sure is organic. I'm just taking a stab there, Nadine. Am I right? You are correct. (laughs) Okay, that is so cool. You're the best. I have one last question for you, and I know we're running long here, so I'll try to be really fast, Nadine. But what about sagging skin, elasticity, even cellulite, which is a different issue, but this is... This is huge, and a lot of people feel like it's inevitable. What can be done, or how should we be thinking of dealing with elasticity, whether we're trying to maintain it or just reduce the reduction of? You, you know where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, I know where you're coming from. A couple of things. So cellulite, just so you know, we have a full in-depth article on the website. So don't panic, people. You can okay. read it there. Okay. Link. Sagging skin. So a few angles. The main thing is it's 
deep, it's about hormone, hormones and fats. We need the good fats to not get the double chins, which is a deep subject, but just we'll go with, I just have to, I can't go into it too much, but you want to have good, healthy fats. Um, next we want to have hormonal balance and using modern day skin stuff is not balancing our hormones. They're pretty much blanket statement here. Very generalizing. They're all endocrine disruptors. So they're going to create excess estrogen and they're going to deplete the progesterone and all that. So that's a huge issue with sagging skin. And you're talking about the products we are using now have ingredients in them that are creating the problem. Yeah, like that skin okay. cream we're putting on our neck and face is going to like very slowly but surely contribute to the issues which will not keep your chin happy. Got it. So, but by doing all the things we've talked about today, using botanicals, using probiotics, that will help because again, those aren't hormone disruptors either. And, um, and then just sort of that general sagging skin, um, is again, everything I've said, you want to do things like dry brushing and then you just like, if, if our guts are leaking, then we're not absorbing what we're eating. You know, so if, if we have a leaky gut, but we're eating really great foods, you know, there could be an issue there. So, and okay. if we're not getting the nutrients, then the college collagen is going to break down. And if we're using all those petroleum chemicals and all that stuff, again, it's going to create collagen breakdown. And another great thing about the essential oils and using the botanicals is that there are essential oils that literally prohibit the um, – it's an enzyme, but not a good enzyme because normally I think of enzymes as a good thing. And, and it prevents that enzyme from literally eating the collagenase and elastinase in the skin. And again, when we keep the skin's microbiome happy, which we're really just discovering so much about, you know, we know it's a whole part of that ecosystem that's going to keep all the things that we were born with in, in good, good health and harmony. I've heard you talk about dry brushing being great for increasing elasticity, which we've touched on. But why is inversion, like doing handstands, I have an inversion table that I used to, but why, are, why is being upside down useful for your skin and helping with elasticity? I never had heard that before I heard it from you. It's great because you've got circulation is so key on like, oh my gosh, so many levels, right? From delivering nutrients from the lymph system, taking away the stuff we don't want, the waste material, you know, and on top, there's just anti-gravity. But the main thing is, is that you're getting circulation going. And when circulation works, you know, it's doing, that's the thing is we kind of just literally, we have to get out of the way so that we can allow the innate intelligence of our body to do its work. Okay, and that's why rebounding or jumping on one of those little trampolines is all in vogue again. It's because it helps with the same thing, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, it all helps the lymph, and so does dry brushing. Okay. And the, the lymph is so key from, like, breast health to varicose veins to, you know, having rosy cheeks. Well, we're all going to be jumping up and down on our trampolines, <laughs> hanging upside down in yoga, and then smothering our face with honey. Like, we've got yes, this. Yes. We're going to look like 20-year-olds forever. Um, Nadine, there's so much information here. I just don't even know where to start. And so apologies, everyone, that, it, that today I know I was a little chaotic, but I just wanted to get so much information out there. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. So Nadine, may I officially invite you back on sometime later in the year on the On Air with Ella podcast? Oh, yes. Thank you so much. All right. Fantastic. It's official. <laughs> <laughs> Done. You heard it here. And Nadine, I will share all the details of our brand new spontaneous contest at the end of the show. So thanks, everybody. Thanks, Nadine. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, don't go. It's me. And as promised, I'm going to explain to you the rules of the contest. You know, the one we just made up. Anyway, Nadine has promised a giveaway of one doodab essential oil blend, one best skin ever, that's her product name, and one organic hemp face cloth. And here's all you have to do. Just share this episode on social media and tag at On Air with Ella. So you can tag me on Instagram. You can tag me on Twitter. You can tag me on Facebook. Tag me so I see it. That's sort of the point. And then we will enter the names of anyone who shares this episode into a random drawing that will go from now, from the date of this release, until March 31st. So the entire month of March, this is 2016 as we are recording. And every time you share it, that's one name 
name in the drawing. So if you end up sharing it in multiple outlets, that's one name in the drawing for every time you share. Then we're just gonna pull a name out of the proverbial hat. By the way, if you leave an iTunes review, you get two additional entries. That's right. You can have three total entries if you share the episode once and leave an iTunes review. That's three total entries. So all of the instructions are on the blog post for this episode, okay, at onairwithella.com. You can't miss it. It's episode 68. It'll be right on the front page for the whole month of March even if you have to scroll a teeny bit. Now, don't worry. If you've already been one of my amazing people who have left a review, you can just shoot me a screenshot of that review. You can just PM that to me or email it to me at contact at onairwithella.com. And that counts too. If you leave a new review, leave the hashtag beauty so we know that you're trying to enter the contest, okay? You can just leave a normal review and add the hashtag beauty and we'll know that you want entrance into the contest. Okay, guys, I hope that's helpful. The directions are on the blog post. So you can click this podcast episode in your phone and pull up the show notes and click on the link and you'll go right there. Hope you got something out of this show. I know I sure did. See you later. Okay, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show and got something out of it that you can use. If you did and you want to learn more, just go to onairwithella.com where I put up links to all of the good stuff that we talked about today and more information about our guests and all the good stuff that you did not need to write down today because I got you covered. Don't forget to join our Facebook page and thanks for those phenomenal reviews in iTunes. Every great review helps and we read every one. Thanks for listening and thanks for inspiring me. You are quite simply awesome.